Finish him quickly. Pay me my tribute. This puny mortal will be no problem. I'll crush him with one blow. All right, let's dance. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Goro. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week, we're talking about... Mortal Kombat! Okay. <laughs> Tell <laughs> me about this get away with from copyright. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was an unconnected three chords that had nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Yeah, sure. All right, tell me about <clears throat> some Mortal Kombat. Um, let's just get it out of the way. You hated it, and I love it. Yeah, I, I, I hate this movie. Um, I, oh, so I, I would never have watched this movie had you not asked me to. Um, this is a phenomenal movie. <laughs> no, I'm not even saying I hadn't seen parts of this when I was a kid. Of course I did, but I didn't. Mortal Kombat was a game that I played. Honestly, my brothers and I, we played Tekken. We didn't play Mortal Kombat, so Dude, we were... Gross. <laughs> it, we we played Tekken on the PlayStation, and uh, that's that's where we got our fighting game, you know, stuff from. Granted, you know, you'd always I go to the arcade. Play Mortal Kombat Ten, like last year or a few years ago. You see, I, I never got into the genre. I, 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 of course, you'd play it when you were at like Stevie B's in the arcade, but like, yeah, the whole point is the badass like. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I get it. Fatality, victory. I get it. They all make sense to me, and it all it all is cool, and it was fun. But this was like a steaming pile of dog shit, man. It's made for like 12-year-olds in the 90s, so deal with it. Granted, at least I heard you admit that it's not an adult film. No, it's made for 12-year-olds in the 90s. No, it's it's certainly not an adult samurai film. Stuff. <laughs> it's, I, I would watch an adult version of this. <laughs> it definitely exists. Oro definitely exists. has double Klingon dicks. Definitely has double dicks. No, oh, for sure. So yeah. the plot, at least right? I guess for what they're so there's this uh, monk, this this fighting monk named Liu Kang. You killed my um, brother. I have to kill you now. Yeah, the uh, the evil sorcerer Shang Tsung kills his brother Chan. Um, somehow I don't think it, it goes into detail, but I wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> And Liu Kang is he's like the chosen one of this old ancient line of monks of fighting monks. Uh, how do you have an ancient line of monks if they can't reproduce? But go ahead. I think Shaolin monks can reproduce. I don't think they're I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think. No, I don't think. Well, I think uh, it's like uncles. I honestly have no idea. I think so. the monk might be his uncle or something or grand. I honestly uh, don't know. <laughs> In any uncle. case, uh, he gets so essentially, monks listen to us right in, <laughs> <laughs> and he meets Raiden. Um, God, Lord I Raiden listens to us. He what? did not become Lord of all the lords to not have you address him by his title. Well, hold on, he meets Raiden, who he doesn't believe is Lord of Thunder, God of Thunder, Still whatever Lord of fuck. Thunder, the God of Thunder, um, Lord Raiden, God of Thunder, um, <laughs> and he doesn't believe that he's a god or whatever, and he, you know, gets convinced to fight in this tournament. To get revenge against Shang Lu, Shang Tsung for killing his brother. Then we meet 
Johnny Cage. He's a movie star. He's a white guy. (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme. He is essentially Jean-Claude Van Damme, but turn the sexism up to 11. (laughs) It's the 90s. I get it. I'm just saying what it is. I'm not and you judging. You got it. hot cop Sonya Blade and her partner. And you got hot cop Sonya Blade. Thanks, Z. Yep. <laughs> for proving my fucking point. Um, yeah, I told you it's for twelve year olds. Yeah, and, and her, her partner was murdered by, by, by who was the guy Dundee. who killed her partner? Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile That's Dundee. No knife. This sure. is a knife. He even <laughs> does that knife scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does. Uh, uh, I think it starts with a V. His name. I honestly. Cano. No, it was Cano. Cano. Um. For murdering her partner, which I'm going to go on a limb and say was her lesbian lover. He was cause... a dude, but okay. <laughs> uh, and they all somehow. Dude. So Johnny Cage's recruitment was the lamest because it was just the wizard or the sorcerer, whatever they call him, pretending to be like his old like trainer and going, you should join this because everyone thinks you are a faker in your career. Everyone's like, calling on. you a pussy boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a movie star, and everyone says all he does is fake. But he, it, what he is doing on scene is fake because he's not really fighting these extras. Don't don't put too much thought into it. It's a '90s movie for twelve. Anyway, they all they say get on this ship in Hong Kong by sundown, and I'm like, are they all in China right now? Because no, but they have the means to get to China, I guess. Oh, I um, love the scene where uh, Johnny. Hands uh, Liu Kang his bags because he thinks he's a porter, and Liu Kang just. Oh turns. yeah, yeah. He just starts handing him cash because he's Chinese. He's like, dude. <laughs> he just chucks all his shit in the water, walks off. <laughs> he just grabs a suitcase. He's like, yeah, I'll carry it for you. Boom. That was pretty bad. I will admit. I will admit. Uh, and while they they're on the ship, Mortal Kombat Island. Mortal yes. Kombat Island. Yes, they yes. sail to Mortal Kombat Island where they have to compete in uh, Mortal Kombat, which. According to the lore of this movie, what little there is, actually, apparently, the lore of Mortal Kombat is deep and rich. So yes, I'm not going to give that any shit. Yeah. Uh, the Outworld has successfully completed nine out of ten straight Mortal Kombats, and on the tenth, they get to invade Earth. The yeah, Earth every realm. generation, every thirty years, every generation, there is a Mortal Kombat. There's a fight between the Outworld fighters and the Earth fighters that determines if that one can invade the other one's realm. Yeah, but the Earth realm doesn't want to invade Out Realm, right? But the, so it's we're keeping them at bay right. with Mortal Kombat. We have to win. And Raiden is the god of thunder and defender of Earth, according yes. to notes. Yes. Um. So he is I'm chosen okay his with, warriors. I'm okay with the Highlander being our god. I'm actually okay with that too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm this, very this okay with it because there can be to? only one. Is this <laughs> so what Christian satiated too? Yeah. This is what he ascended to when he beheaded the other. Highlighter. That was my fucking theory. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wasn't very creative. Yeah. Um, but um, because we don't talk about Highlander two, three, four, or whatever else they made. Uh, I don't even know what you just said. Holy uh, shit! <laughs> sorry. Because they're so bad. Um. So they go on the boat, and Shang Tsung is, again, the evil sorcerer, because he he's a direct, uh, he's like the lieutenant of the evil emperor, who's apparently this mi- mystical being of immense power. But they all have to follow the rules of Mortal Kombat for reasons. Even uh, even Raiden does. And so they, on the boat... Because it's based on old Bushido Japanese codes. No, I get it. It, it, actually, it actually, for a plot, for as shaky as the plot is, it holds up. I get it. It's yeah. there's all this magic stuff, but there's always rules, and I, I'm not going to explain why there's rules because magic. So yeah. magic and religion and stuff. So it, it actually that I don't have I don't have any issue with that. <laughs> it's the storyline. They're on the boat, and just 
the the sorcerer tries to kill everyone with he's got sub zero and scorpion who and he says very conveniently mortal enemies but they're under my power or whatever he says yeah they're basically his lieutenants yeah <laughs> and uh raiden stops them because he goes these are against the rules so apparently raiden can't break the rules but shang sung can break the rules because he's a demon sorcerer it doesn't he make a lot of sense yeah yeah but he's he could have successfully done it had raiden not helped yeah, um, right then they get to this island, which is Shang Tsung's island, and this is where Mortal Kombat will occur. And I believe this in island Thailand. is not in Outland, Outworld. Is this in Earthrealm? It was shot in Thailand. It's probably a third neutral world. Yeah, probably a world between worlds. Um, and then we're introduced to Goro, the prince, who's My like favorite. the prince. Goro. Well, actually, before that, we meet uh, we meet the princess Katana. This 10,000-year-old adopted daughter of the emperor, who's, who we learn later is the daughter of the previous uh, uh, real ruler of Outworld before the emperor rose to power. Who is also, in real life, Puerto Rican. <laughs> right? What? She's what? Puerto Rican. The actress is Puerto Rican. I did not recognize that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, honestly, I was like, I don't know what ethnicity she is. And I'm not going to guess because I don't care. ambiguous. Yeah, but she's Puerto Rican. <laughs> so that's... Okay, good to know. Anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> um, and uh, Johnny Cage hits in, in incredibly upon Sonya the whole time uh, in very inappropriate ways, um, and of course, because it's a 90s movie, she ends up being his girlfriend for the summer. Oh, wait, no, that's all the teenager movies we used to watch, um, <laughs> like not another teen movie and shit. Um, help wah, me with this wah, plot, wah. man. Just seriously, help me with this plot, because it's, right, it's, it's set it's, up in it's a incredibly dull. bracket. It's a bracket fight. Where several unnamed people meet their end by getting kicked in the face really yeah, hard. And how and how Liu Kang really struggles to defeat the first guy, but then defeats the sorcerer at the end with he had almost to get the same amount of effort. It's a kung fu movie that always it's the formula. You always almost I lose say, your first. I fight. did love Bloodsport. But that's a, that's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme was supposed to be Johnny Cage in this. Oh, that would have made this movie. That would have made Johnny this movie. Cage is based on Jean Claude Van Damme in real life. That would have made this movie. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a just a giant tontine of, of murder and death to get to the final two. Uh, there's a couple themed um, couples fights that go on, you know, like like a tennis match almost, but with death. Yeah. And when any of the humans die, or when anyone anyone dies, Su Kang, Shang, I'm sorry, Shang Tsung uh, absorbs their souls because that's he what sources his power. It's a thousand. Yeah, I- it's the souls of a thousand dead warriors. Yeah, he currently has uh, Liu Kang's brother inside of him. Ha. Yes. Uh, he's been collecting souls for thousands of years. He actually ends up being some sort of lizard thing, too, at the end. Yeah, I mean, he's a demon sorcerer. Yeah. Like They call him like the Demon King Sorcerer or whatever. So as this progresses, Liu Kang slowly realizes that he is the one. His hair almost looks like it gets longer, though cooler Dude, he gets. Dude, I noticed, noticed that, too. I did notice that. <laughs> I was like... Did they it's like stop the filming for several months? Gets, the longer his hair gets, <laughs> which is like just badass. Um, and when he reaches his final form, he's like, "Oh invincible. God, he's a Saiyan." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, he does not, fun fact, um, use any of his signature moves until he goes to Outworld and chases. Uh, oh, that's Sang- right, because they chase Sang-Zone. him. Because at some point, uh, he retreats to Outworld. Some, yeah, kidnaps Sonya and challenges her to the last Mortal Combat, and yeah. All the rules of the yeah, it's yep. it gets and when Liu Kang follows him into basically hell, um, he can do all his combo moves. He does the running jump kick thing where he like yeah. kick, kick someone in a wall yep. and he yep. does the and fireball then, yeah. thing like the kamakamaya or whatever. Yeah. Hydekin, 
Sure. I don't know. I don't watch that. Hydukin? No, that's not Dragon Ball Z. That's Mortal Kombat, isn't it? I don't know. Hydukin? No. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I thought you were the Mortal Kombat fan. I have played like four of them. Anyway. <laughs> I thought you said, okay. Fair, so fair enough, Liu fair Kang enough. finally defeats Shang Tsung. Um, yeah. And, and I will say, in a pretty awesome battle. It's battle a badass fight. I'm not going to lie. It's I didn't like this movie, but I will say the fights are yeah. entertaining. So by the end, I think Liu Kang's alive. Yes. Uh, Raiden's alive. Johnny Cage is alive. His brother forgives him. Yeah. Um, Sonya's alive. She has killed the Australian guy who killed her partner. Everyone is pretty much. That that whole plot line just kind of fell flat. They just they fought and she instantly killed him. Yeah. So it was fucking cool. (laughs) He's also got half a metal face for no reason. For no reason. And he's from Earthrealm. (laughs) Yeah. But he works with the Outlanders. So. Yeah. But do they have access to technology or magic or both? Yes. You know what? Okay. Okay. He's got a red eye. He's basically a Terminator. Uh, and Liu Kang... <laughs> Terminator, they turn into Australian and a dick. <laughs> yep, so Liu Kang is the chosen one, and Raiden tells him, basically, he's the get ready for the sequel. Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get ready for the sequel, because it's coming. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Also, what did you think of the soundtrack? Okay. The soundtrack right? is fantastic. All right, all right. As long as you, I can get past everything else. The soundtrack is, of course, fantastic. I'm never gonna shit on the soundtrack because the heavy metal music that happens when Prince Goro always plays or fights. I love Goro. That's that shit's like on my running playlist now. <laughs> all right, well, there's your plot. So the biggest complaint about the Mortal Kombat in universe stuff is that you basically complaint. have to okay. use you basically have to use special attacks to kill people. Like you don't die from regular injuries. Sure. And part of that is like Fatality. the world the world of Mortal Kombat kind of suspends normal injuries. It makes you a little bit sub superhuman so the fight's better. Sub superhuman. Yeah. Which is just so, normal human. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> basically it, it alters the rules of reality to make it more entertaining for the magic whomever. Yeah. So like nobody actually dies in the combat itself, if you notice. Um it's after all the because first, their soul gets taken or well, after they get knocked the first off a cliff. One, after the first one, remember, he's like, finish him. But the fight was already over. He just kills him afterwards. Right. Um, and then they, Lao, they do knock Prince Goro off a cliff. Yeah, Kung Lao is killed by Shao Kahn without actually having been issued a Mortal Kombat challenge. Remember? Those two fought outside the bounds of the actual combat. Kung Lao? Which one was he? Uh, one of the actual, one of the fights, you know, they scheduled some fights like that weren't part of the tournament. Oh, sure. So like actually in the rules of the tournament, it makes you harder to kill basically okay. like you're in the show. So if you're actually fighting a real mortal Kombat tournament, that's why you have to use special moves and stuff. But if you're just fighting in the hallways and shit, you can kill each other pretty regular <laughs> knife in the back. Yep. Yeah. They get to fight with or without weapons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> it's like, I'm going to fight you with my hands. I'm going to fight you with this giant poison knife. Like, that hardly seems fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, you didn't like the movie. Tell me what your least favorite part is. I mean, it just felt like every single one of these actors was being paid $10 to say their lines. Because <laughs> they didn't give a shit. Not that I blame them. It's very hard to take any of this seriously. Highlander's the only one who seemed to take any of this seriously at all, and I can't remember the actor's name. <laughs> Christopher Lambert. Lambert. Christopher Lambert. 
seemed to really get into the role of Raiden. <laughs> and that was it. I mean, I will say this. The guy who played Liu Kang and his brother, the scene they had at the end, I was honestly really touched. It seemed like legitimate. Great. They, they got me to yeah. care about their characters for a split second. The guy who played Johnny Cage, the woman who played Sonya. Um, Sonya didn't have much to do. I'm just going to say this right now. It was it was a. It's really this movie does not age well at all. This movie is not a women women's champion. I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even yeah. talking about that. It's but it's not because that's kind of <laughs> self evident and it's ridiculous. But yeah. it's and it's also it was made in '95. What do you? I hate to say it, but what do you expect? <laughs> and um, it just it's not. It's just it like you said. If they had made this a rated R movie and like had t- it just had fun with it, it seems like they were trying to have fun with it, but none of it landed. If they made it a rated R movie, it'd be Spawn, and you'd hate it just as much. I hated Spawn for a lot of different reasons. Spawn doesn't make any sense. There's a stupid clown in it for no reason. And John Leguizamo is a great clown. Don't even start. <laughs> you just like Spawn because it's got the clown. Not just because of the clown. The bad guy's awesome. He's also the first awesome comic book black guy ever portrayed. Blade? Spawn was before Blade, I think. Anyway. I don't like it. I don't know what else to say. It's like the whole movie just didn't seem to come together for me. It, it's There was constantly something missing. I guess. In my opinion. I don't know. What about you? What was your least favorite part of this movie? Um, I would have enjoyed a little bit more of a cohesive narrative. It seemed like, I mean, granted it's a video game movie. So in a video, it's a video game, game movie on a fight uh, game, in I a mean, video, it's like in, in, in a video game, like mortal Kombat, you have 10 or 12 main characters and they tried to squeeze everyone in there with a story real quick. Yeah. I would have preferred like three or four good guys versus like 10 that we got, you know, mm-hmm. we don't need Johnny Cage. Yeah, we got, we got a stuff. couple other folks that we only got like one scene of and they die. Yeah. And then we're supposed to care. Yeah. Make it more just like a Liu Kang picks people up. Actually, the sequels do better about that. And there are sequels, and they are not bad. They're actually just as good. Not as bad as the Highlander sequels? We don't talk about those. What are you talking about? What did you like? Without the easy answer being the soundtrack, um, I mean, knowing nothing about martial arts at all, (laughs) it seemed... Seems like they got some people who knew what they were doing, at least a little bit. Yeah, they did. Um, and I mean, Sub Zero is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so and Scorpion, yeah. Scorpion was pretty fucking cool. To jump off of that, um, the '90s were a time of kung fu greatness that will never be seen again. You had Beverly Hills Ninja. You had the initial seventies kung fu stuff and then you had all the homage stuff in the nineties that took it a little further. Yeah. And you'll never get that again. Yeah, you'll never get that again. Uh Eh, nineties had kids movies that were kung fu. It had teenager movies that were kung fu. It had grown up kung fu movies. It's uh it was a great era. If you like getting kicked in the face. (laughs) The nineties were the place to be man. Punched in the balls. Pretty much. Um so, yeah, between the fighting and the EDM, it's just awesome. I mean, this thing inspires cosplays to this day. Oh, well, I mean, if you go to the Wikipedia page, it has Dragon Con cosplay photos. Yeah, well, there you go. It's I like, mean, those are the I official know, Wikipedia photos. I of know this, several of people who have cosplayed from fucking Street Fighter. And, yeah, yeah you, you didn't get... This isn't Street Fighter. Oh, shit. Well, I know people <laughs> who cosplayed from Street Fighter, too. You but... just proved they're interchangeable and nothing can matter. I didn't say they weren't every interchangeable. 
Uh, whatever, because every nerd that likes one likes the other, so shut the fuck up. You just pissed <laughs> off any nerd that's like, no, Mortal Kombat over Street Fighter. Crossover, no, approved. Ridiculous, and I'm pretty sure they have crossed over. Yeah, of course they have. So, it's like Marvel and DC. There you go. That's Mortal <laughs> Kombat, guys. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's this. It's just us fighting about a fighting movie. I feel like you like it more now that we talked it through, though. Uh, I just don't. I just don't have very strong feelings anymore about it. I don't like it, but I don't have any strong feelings anymore about it. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please join us next week. You can find us it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts. And you will seriously, be next. Tell your friends about us. Text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluidnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. Save your pity for the week. (laughs) 